so much, Nerida, and thanks, John and Kylie, for being with us. Kylie, your background, you look like you're in a caravan. What's going on? Well, it's a bit of a sign of the times, isn't it, Leanne? So, yes, you are correct. I am living in a caravan, uh, doing what I need to do with technology is great, but um, I'm in isolation. I don't have COVID-19, um, but I've got a suppressed immunity system. So I've been working out of here for a week. Oh, wow. That is, a, yep, as you say, sign of the time. So, um, so tell me, um, John, how are your teams faring? And tell me what tomorrow is going to look like for the, the team at Cunningham's. Yeah, look, uh, the team are good. Are good. We're, we're doing a lot of communication. Um, you know, it's been arguments whether they're too much or too little, and, and it's uh, everyone's different. So when you've got, you know, 65 people, everyone's going to have a different view on, on the level of communication. But I think that's just a sign of, of the leadership in terms of the fact that we have to make sure that people are getting the right information at the right time so they feel really comfortable in what they're doing. Fear is the biggest thing we're, we're dealing with right now. Um, fear of, of obviously getting sick or a family getting sick, but just of equal importance, fear of losing your job. Um, and uh, that is happening to everyone all around us. Um, a lot of people in our team, husbands and wives have lost their jobs. Uh, this is something that has hit home in the last week um, in a massive way. I was just amazed at how many people just didn't see it coming. Um, and we are just used to it. It's extraordinary. Um, yeah. and, and, oh, we actually will go to lockdown, do you think? Well, of course we're going to go to lockdown. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I, this, I think we're going to go yeah, there next. I think we'll be in lockdown next week. What do you think? I'm, I'm of the same view. I, I think it'll be interesting to see what shape or form that is. Um, stage three is, is pretty much what is classed as a one-to-one -one communication. In other words, that's the limitation of, of, of people actually being in the one place uh, outside the home. Um, I don't think we'll go there. It's, it's interesting that New Zealand jumped from two straight to four uh, and went into lockdown. So uh, I, I believe that's what we should. We should have probably been in that a week ago, in my view, or yeah. even longer ago. Um, but I also understand the, the, the stage approach in terms of business. But I think the impact on business, the longer you delay it, there's going to be a greater impact on business. Yeah, I think um, I think the government um, just are staging it so that they don't completely freak everybody out all at once. They're just freaking us out slowly and surely, and we're getting it's interesting. Our level of acceptance, right, is just growing every single day. So it's an interesting strategy. But tell me, so what does tomorrow actually look like for your sales? In the field, uh, yeah. Yeah. Look, what what we've done is we've 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 nuanced all the different things that we can go about in terms of how we we manage people. We thought about okay, we'll have allocated time slots but then that could be seen as an open home. Well, we looked at all these things and look, the reality is, if people want to see properties, they are going to make contact. We're giving them all the, the avenues um, through the digital space that we work in to actually do that. Um, we will then find out um, who is interested in viewing. Now, we're already booking private appointments um, since Wednesday, so we know that's happening. Um, what will be interesting is to see how many calls we actually get and how many emails we get tomorrow, because today will be the true test of, as to how much yeah. that's going to happen. The team is saying not a lot of pre-bookings. So um, there are some because there are still people out there that, that need to buy um, and there's probably a, an equal amount who need to sell. If we can marry those two together, um, yeah. we'll be able to keep those deals running. But it will, yeah, there's all academic until we know what happens. After tomorrow, yeah. So how many options have you got up tomorrow? Um, we don't have any. We've actually made a decision okay. to um, go uh, completely away, um, so that uh, if we need to have, so we've got options that are that are sign up as options, um, mm -hmm. and we've got processes in place to convert those to online options. 
uh, or right. phone option. We've got many different ways of doing that. Um, what we want to find out who's, is who we've got. In other words, okay. who's actually in a position to um, bid at those options. Exactly. And make yeah. it. So they're the decisions we're making today. So we're not saying this online option will take place at this time. We want to find out who we've yep. got. We want to facilitate yep. outcomes that are comfortable for all the parties concerned, not what's comfortable for us. So that's mm -hmm. really been on a one-to-one -one basis with our buyers and one-to-one -one basis with our sellers to make sure that we are facilitating the best possible way. In other words, we're not going to alienate or isolate anyone. Uh, we're yeah. going to find out the best way to transact this this deal. Yeah, that's smart. Kylie, tell me, how are your how's your team um, going across Sydney? Look, um, energy is really good. Um, I think John's right is, you know, are we over-communicating, are we under-communicating? We've put lots of different platforms in place, particularly over the last week. I think the penny dropped for a lot of people on Saturday, just about how serious yeah. this actually was. Um, and yeah. then as the media um, grew and gravitated over the weekend, I think people were like, yeah, wow, this, this is actually more serious than That's we thought. This is getting so real. I think it's getting very real. Um, property yeah. management, I think, probably been more prepared over the last months and put processes in place and then over the last week it's really been quickly for the sales team um, adopting and going to technology platforms that have been there for a long time and if, if anything out of this COVID-19 it's made everyone yeah. move forward much quicker than what we've been trying to do for probably the last five years. Um, oh, that's so I, true very... we've been struggling right to get people to um, embrace technology across the sales field and it's like no 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 it's working okay and then come Monday we did a Zoom um, um, franchise uh, regional meeting on Monday and all of a sudden everybody's like, right, what are the option platforms? Okay, how can we do training? And it's like everybody's just doing it all at once. It's actually quite quite funny to watch, but I think we are going to be in a better place afterwards. So tell me how many, uh, we'll, we'll, we will come back to property management in a second. Um, Kylie, uh, have you got auctions happening tomorrow? We have, we're, we're live streaming all of our auctions now. We did our first one on Tuesday night, um, okay. worked really well. Again, technology has been sitting there. Um, we haven't been pushed to use it, but now we are. We've just converted all of our auction campaigns over. Um, yep. And depending on what happens in the next couple of days, um, probably putting more of a push on auctions, to be honest with you. Um, yep. So, you know, we, we've had a we've had a pretty good week and I realised that that could turn off, you know, as soon Anytime. as we hear about yep. Yeah, what's happening with government and so frustrating not being in control, um, you know, for a lot yeah. of us that are high D's in the industry as well. But I think um, just making sure that we all stay positive, we collaborate as an industry is important as well. But yeah. we um, have spent a long time, and I've spoken to John outside uh, this meeting as well around what we're doing around P&Ls and cash flow. But I think also helping our team with that stuff as well. We did up a little template for our team around, okay, well, what are your fixed monthlies as an individual and family? Because as John yeah. said, a lot of our team members um, have had to close their businesses or out of work, a lot of pressure on at the moment. They're getting slammed every which way. So if we yeah. can help them, like we are preparing for our business, let them know what we've got from our accountant, what's available through Reef, what they can tap into by maybe working one day less or taking a 20% cut on salary. Um, yeah. and, and what's available. So we've become a full-time counselling service, I would say. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And you're treating people as on an individual basis in that space? Um, yeah, depending depending on the group. So I, I must say the, the salespeople are still charging. I'm, I'm amazed at the numbers um, and it's definitely uh, quality <laughs> over quantity. Um, yeah. It, it, inquiries halved about um, online from the portals but I think we've still been averaging about four sales a day and we're just saying to yeah. the team while it's still going get stuck into Make it but overcommitting exactly. 
clients as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, what I've been saying to people as well. Let's focus on what we can do until we can't do it anymore. Let's not worry about what we can't do when we don't even know when that's going to start. So just, yeah, get the deals done. So it sounds like your team are doing that really well, Kylie. Yeah, I think it's like, you know, trying to keep the motivation motivation up for the team and salespeople working from home, being, you know, tactile and needing to interact. It's really important that I don't think we forget about that personality type as well. Um, yeah, for sure. Just communicating. Every client understands what's going on. So I don't think, you know, fluffing it up, keeping it real, um, delivering what's really going out is important. Um, yeah, definitely. But as John said, people need to get a result. People will still list and sell. Um, it's just going to be less and it's going to be better better quality that we're dealing with. For sure. Sorry, John, yeah. I interrupted you there. Oh, I was just saying it's ironic that this could be our biggest month ever. You know, it's it's, it's a bizarre situation where um, the amount of deals that are happening, and again, from the auctions this weekend, we've sold most of them beforehand. So, uh, you know, we were getting facilitating what's the best way we could get these deals done. Um, and yeah. so I think we ended up with two scheduled um, and we're looking at what the best way to achieve that today um, and whether that is, yeah. is, is a process. We've got all those things in place. So, um, but it, it is ironic if, if we don't go into lockdown next week, there's still going to be deals done next week yeah. because there's the need. It's a necessity-based market. And um, as much as I hate to um, get you to hypothesise, um, hypothetically, if we do go into lockdown, what what do you think, um, I mean, still, if people have seen the properties, right, there's no reasons why the deals can't still be done next week, right? Correct. Um, look, the, the whole way that we've set up, fortunately, um, is that uh, we've all got, well, a lot of people have now put in place the, the facilities to do this. Um, so it's an easy process to actually follow. Uh, it's yeah. it's all done on, on glass and, and away you go. So whether or not someone's negotiated a deal before lockdown um, or whether they've if they've seen it but they haven't finalised it, that's not a problem. That's a message that we're delivering loud and clear to buyers and sellers that that's not an yeah. issue. Um, and then we put it, we're all putting in place the the digital experiences. So the you know the walkthroughs, the the virtual tours, whatever you want to call them. There's the They've been coined new phrases for these things now, but the reality yeah. is we want to do you know, Facebook um, walkthroughs with vendors, questionnaires, yeah. um, things that people go and take the phone under the house and have a look at it. You've got the pest building report already done. Um, you can take a walk around the garden. You can do all these things. So people who really do want to buy, if someone wants to buy that four-bedroom home in Freshwater that they've always wanted and there's one available and they think, my God, it's taken me five years to find that, they're still going to do it. I believe, yeah. Uh, yeah. because the necessity elements of the marketplace are such that the everyone knows we're going to come out of this. It's how we deal with what we're going through in the interim um, that will be so much of the focus. But how we come out the other end is something we all need to understand. And who's going to be left standing? Yeah. People so will still want to transact quality real estate, no matter where yeah. it is. So we've got to have all those tools at our disposal to facilitate that. Yeah, I was talking to the gorgeous um, Tanja Lee yesterday and she said, Leanne, while everybody else is pushing pause, we all need to push play. And it's so true because when we do come out of it, and we, are, we obviously know that we will, um, the way we come out of it will depend on the actions we take, um, basically, from the time we go into lockdown. So if we sit and binge on Netflix, uh, we're going to be in all kinds of trouble. But if we, um, if we have our communication strategies in place, we can actually come out of it stronger, right? Think of all those opportunities to clean up the database. I mean, you know, yeah. they just talk about it all the time. I've got to get my data argument. Well, here it is. This is the greatest opportunity. opportunity. 
the level yeah. of communication with your clients in, in going through, because people still want to have answers to questions. It's like, well, how's this going to impact? I mean, it, it, it is a great opportunity to actually build relationships um, that are going to come out and have meaning at the end, because this is going to be a blip on our radar. Um, it, it's, it's a moment in history, make no mistake about it. It's yeah. going to be probably the biggest yeah. moment in history that any of us have, have ever seen, oh, except for my yeah. age, you know, we're through different <laughs> things. But <laughs> I wasn't born but in the Second World War, but anyway. Um, the, the oh, reality, so Chloe, Chloe, oh, sorry. Sorry, go on, John. Um, the reality of what we're facing um, is that we will come out the other end and we will be still doing business. And I think it'll be a very different type of business, quite frankly. So yeah, guys, what do you think about that, Kylie? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Narada. Oh, I was just going to say, we do have quite a few questions about property management. So yeah, hopefully I was you'll just talk about property yeah. management in a minute. Okay, yeah, let's actually move on to that right now. I know, um, Kylie, um, when we spoke, um, or when I heard you speak last week, because I couldn't get my um, technology right, um, you were talking about the fact that you're doing property management uh, routine inspections still, and you're doing that with technology. Is that still the case? Yes, it is. So um, providing the, the tenants on board and they're not unwell, we're just doing walkthroughs with the, the tenant on the other side. At least, it, like you say, is keeping on on top of the hygiene and making sure yeah. that day-to-day -day is happening so they don't have to play catch-up. One thing I will just yes. say on with John talking about the walkthroughs for property for sale is I just, yeah. um, we actually got caught out a couple of times earlier in the week. Obviously, the legislation changed on the 23rd of March and we'd gone through the previous 10 days beforehand and done... Um, walkthroughs on property for rent and for sales and of course 23rd of March you now require that tenant's permission um, if any of their goods or the inside of the property so that that was a big change for us on Tuesday yeah, is, yeah. Is re that. so I think everyone needs to be on top of that particularly with sales yeah. agents if they've gone through and done walkthroughs prior to that date is jumping on top of that um, and making sure that you've got that Good right advice. particularly when tenants are under stress um, yeah. so I think those totally. are handy hints handy hints and learning are um, are extremely important and making sure that yeah. everyone is 500% across the ins and outs of landlord's insurance. I know we've had yes. three teleconferences now in the last 10 days with our insurance providers and um, we've got another one at 12 following this just to make sure we're completely across the um, disclosures, particularly around a national blanket announcement when we get the interpretation and framework of what's coming with rental what assistance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, tell me, what is the what technology are you actually using for your um, your property management routines? Yeah, so look, we we've set up a lot of our um, tenants on Teams three six five, which is our platform. Okay. Um, yeah. We've been using that a lot because it's easy to record. Uh, it's high definition quality. But look, Leanna's basic as FaceTime. I mean, it's not it's not yeah. difficult. I think whatever works, whatever's not a barrier to entry, and whatever is speed to market at the moment. We're having an ops meeting every morning at 9.15 and we find by 12 o'clock it's often often changed or we have yeah. to adopt and not something, something else out and we're having a morning and afternoon link up with our property management team. Yeah, that's, uh, that is really smart. It's very fluid, right? So, yeah, sorry, Nerida, go. I just got a question. Um, can we enter into a residential tenancy from a virtual inspection? Ah, great question. <laughs> I don't think, and I don't think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there's a requirement to actually have physically inspected the property. Kylie, do you know the answer so, to that? So my take on it is, and please hold. 
It's like an interesting one on the sales agency agreements. We can't enter into an, an agreement unless we've actually inspected the property. It doesn't say how. Yeah, so so what we're doing, and whether it's right or wrong, and that's my disclaimer, um, it's extraordinary times, and I, and I don't think we'd be fine for this at the moment, but what we're doing is we're actually taking an application before anybody inspects. So we're pre-qualifying the tenant before we even go out and do an inspection through the property, if we can do that. Um, and if, if someone is virtually inspecting, at Di Jones, we are saying no, you have to go through the property prior to signing a lease because there's too many variables. And I think when we're doing virtual inspections, there's things you can and can't see, external factors, material fact with the new legislation. My opinion would be fought with danger. And I think it just gives people, even if they're not in rental crisis, more of an opportunity to be able to rescind the agreement. So don't know if that's legal, it's not, but that's just what we're doing. I can always clarify that with fair trading. They don't have much on their plate at the moment. Um, <laughs> Nerida, um, any other questions? Um, just, I sold a property. Can we still give 30 days notice for vac vacant possession? Well, my answer to that will be pending lockdown rules. Um, the, I would be giving doing all the normal things that you would do um, because nothing's changed yet. Um, the only thing that's going to change in lockdown is that legislation will come into place and we, all we've got to follow is, is what's happened in New Zealand. Uh, and New Zealand passed legislation to, um, to cover these things. In other words, any, any uh, uh, legal um, requirements in regards settlement or lease vacates are all basically been put on hold there. Um, there is a provision for things that have already been arranged and I, I don't have the details of how that actually works. But we actually no idea, even though we're trying to lobby government to actually cover this element, which is going to affect sales and rental movement during lockdown. Um, the answer to that is we are requesting that um, we are in some way, and I don't know how you you define this, Leanne, as an essential service in terms of the yeah. move, free movement of people who are legally obliged to do so. But having said yeah. that, if settlements can't take place um, because you can't get possession, you require vacant possession of a property to get settlement to happen um, when you've got contracts that require vacant possession. Um, settlements can happen when you don't require vacant possession, in other words, you've got tenants in situ. Um, so we just simply don't know what the Australian government or each state government is going to yeah. do in that space. And to me, it's singularly our biggest issue coming up. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, sorry, go on, Kylie. I was just saying on that point where John was saying business as usual, um, we've just been reinforcing to our team every day that until we have the definition, interpretation and framework um, of what went through um, the upper and lower house on Tuesday is proceed. Um, obviously, yeah. if somebody stressed or they are in true hardship, um, it's case by case. But with those situations where 30 days, um, even 14 days putting property on the market, rental arrears, still proceed because the landlord still can claim on their insurance for rent default at the moment. So, and um, I was surprised something wasn't announced last night. I think it's probably coming to today. Get into it quickly is my message for, for our team to protect our clients. Mm. Yeah, good advice. Now, any yeah, other questions? The legislation that was passed was pretty much to put that opportunity in a regulatory environment as opposed to uh, outside, so put into regulations. So that in the yeah, yeah. that it was required, it was quickly executed. And that was pretty much yeah. all it was. Um, so we just, yeah, we're going to hopefully find it today, I hear. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, fingers crossed. So, 
Our only other main questions is about tenants and rent relief. Um, if you wanted to make a comment on that. Well, we don't know the answer to that yet. That's what we are waiting to hear um, from the government today. We have been lobbying really hard, um, haven't we, John? About yeah. um, not uh, not because um, really obviously. Yeah, obviously we know that if um, if they freeze rent or if they pay the tenants directly or if they pay the landlords directly, um, it's a it's a it's a fraught with danger for um, for a number of reasons. So we are lobbying government um, very hard to ensure that the the agent is still in um, that payment uh, workflow. But at the moment, we just don't have any answers. So we will come out to you just as soon as we do. Government Fair has enough. been sourcing information on this from, from various people and finding out what the, the best way of actually keeping an audit trail of it. And our, and our suggestion has been it must go through the agent's trust account because that's the only way the tenant's going to be protected, otherwise the tenant's um, situation is covered and the money goes through to the landlord. So one of the objectives of government is to keep money flowing through the economy because that's simply what the economy runs on. So if we don't have that flow happening, in other words, it gets bogged at the landlord, it gets bogged at the, at the tenant, um, and the tenant uses it for other purposes, it's not flowing through. So it, that's an important thing, but we just simply don't know. We, we just don't know. It would be great if they if they applied. One of the rules in, in New Zealand was that, um, which I'll go off subject a little bit here, but to keep everyone employed, they've actually made a payment to people to keep, to businesses to keep people employed. And to me, that's probably the smartest thing any government can do right now. That's a federal government uh, opportunity, is to keep people employed. Um, and uh, that way, with all these things that are going on, uh, if they'd activated that component first, um, I think a lot of people wouldn't have wouldn't have been out of work. So Nerida, can I just add on that because I know it's, um, we're waiting, and my guys keep saying, Kylie, we're waiting, but we need some help now. Is probably just a little guide that we've set up for all of our property managers in, and they can keep it in their Outlook. Is a templated um, email that they can send to a tenant that's chasing rent relief. Um, because there is so many coming in, just saying these are the documents that we require um, around a severance certificate, um, proof that they're not currently working, how long they've been out of work um, and putting a proposal forward for the rent reduction they want. And we have a very hard line just saying we will not and cannot give you an answer until we know what's come with the regulations. And I think the other thing that is, is handy and you need to make sure that you say this is not advice is literally just to get the link from the ATO website that tells people what they're eligible for as far as payments. Coming back to that superannuation again, if their um, package has been reduced by more than 20%, also making sure that they're aware of the lump sum payments that they're aware of. And that at least gives them something to go to for a resource in the meantime. But just to be clear, you're not giving advice. It's simply a link and encouraging people to look at it. But at least you've got all your eggs in one basket for when we hear go. The next steps. Yes, Carly, yeah, I, I think agree. excellent yeah, that's great advice. Excellent advice. So, yeah, John, I agree the because it's um it's something that we've we've done a similar thing. What we've also done is alerted landlords to the pot, to any tenant who has raised the issue to say this is the process. It's, you know, it's the same process yeah. that we're going to go through. And we've been surprised at how many landlords have said, "Hey, I'm willing to help." Um, and and it's many nuances. I think so far we're at about sixty five landlords who've agreed to various terms even before the relief packages have come out. And that's not at our instigation, but that's at their their willingness to help, which is great to see. Um, but yeah, you've got to have these steps in place. Um, and and what's clear is is if, if when it does happen, you've got to have a conversation with your landlord. 
don't rely upon email to have to, to do that communication. You've got to pre-frame it and then have a conversation. So we have another question here. If full lockdown, what will happen with settlements and moving in and out of the property? Um, will removalists be working, do you think? Well, we can only, at the moment, we don't know what that is going to look like um, until we hear the terms of the lockdown. But certainly in New Zealand, no, you can't move, you can't settle, you can't, the removalists um, are not able to, to work. That's correct, isn't it, John? Yeah, um, as I said, there's a provision for some already pre-arranged settlements. Uh, I didn't get the full detail on that. Um, but uh, yeah, that was things that maybe couldn't have stopped within that 48 hours. I don't fully know the answer to that. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a complete unknown. I think yeah, I too. Just... Sorry, go on, Kylie. No, I was just going to say again, preparing your team because they're the ones that are getting exactly. slammed around the is to start yeah. having conversations with their um, conveyances and solicitors now, whether or not they have the facility with their bank to settle these things electronically. Um, so if someone does need to settle, if not having a conversation now with your clients, if you've got settlements coming up in the next 21 days, our advice to our team has been get on the phone, see with your banks what you're going to do, if you can bring it forward or delay the settlement. Because as yeah, John yeah. said, exactly what's happening in New Zealand, you just, you, I don't believe you'll be able to settle. Um, and if it's a lockdown, it's a full lockdown. But again, it comes back to that definition of what's an essential service. Um, but but I believe, and from, from what the three of us have spoken about and what we've seen coming through from our friends in New Zealand, they're not settling anything. But be prepared, no. don't let it be surprised, be on the front foot. Yeah, that's great advice. You you really need to be dealing with it right now. And we recommended to get as many settlements done today as possible. We had, I think, four move forward from, from next week. Yeah. Um, but the majority would say push them out um, because, you know, the reality is anything that's exchanged in the last two weeks, um, you know, it's just not going to be ready to settle by next week. And I, I believe that's when this is going to happen. Um, yeah. And therefore, if it's a four week, um, which could extend to eight weeks, we just simply don't know those answers. So. That's why legislation has to be passed to, to override uh, conveyancing laws. Yeah. Any other questions for us, Narada? Um, we have one. If a landlord is renting and wants to move back into their rental property due to hardship, how is this going to work if no evictions come into play? <laughs> and no tribunal. And no tribunal, yeah, that's right. That's the interesting one. There's no tribunal, so how can we do evictions anyway? So it's a bit of a yeah. catch-22. Um, yeah. that, that's just going to be simply, if we're in lockdown, that's a that's an academic question. Um, you know, they won't, no one will be moving hardship or no hardship, unfortunately, um, unless there's extenuating circumstances. But um, again, we're in we're in uncharted territory here. Or action it today, potentially. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you can. Um, you never know, I suppose, yeah, if you have a conversation with a tenant. The tenant might want to move up with mum and dad, right? Yeah. Yes. I've got some connections for caravans, if anyone's looking for a caravan. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Charlie. Thanks. So what's the trailer traps like? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I uh, We had a competition with our team for morale this week around who's got the best home office. And I did a little video tour of my caravan, and needless to say, I won hands down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. Okay, guys, um, no other questions? Most of the questions we've covered already. Um, okay, awesome. Basically, 
we do have a question to John. When you say that business is going to be different when we come out of this, what is it you mean? Yeah, look, uh, it was a bit of a. I let, I let that hang there to see what effect it would uh, it would have. Um, look, I think uh, we've touched on on one element in, in other words, the speed of adopting technology um, that we have had resistance from from our, all our teams, and no matter how much Kylie even cracks the whip, I'm sure you've had the same issue that you know there's still this resistance, and it's because I'm busy, I'm busy. Um, technology will be your greatest friend um, over the next few months. And I think that one element alone will change dramatically what we do. I, I think the industry will, will come out the other end with survivors and people who haven't survived, quite frankly. Um, yeah. And I also have noticed a lot of chat online um, of two, two schools appearing, which has probably already existed. Um, those that are purely looking insular and saying, how do I protect my business, my world and everything? So no matter how privileged I am or no matter how um, wealthy I am, it's what am I going to protect this space? Um, and and saying, don't let tenants dictate terms to you. You've got to do this or this. It's like, I hope we come out of more compassionate people. I really do. Yeah. I think there's there's something in our world that we need this big kick in our ass, quite frankly, to wake up to the fact that we're all human uh, and we're all here to help each other. And I hope that that change will will have an impact not only on this industry but society in general. So that's my little soapbox. How's that? Yeah, that was awesome. I loved that. Kylie? Can I just uh, but, add, yeah. uh, we've had a lot of people working from home and, and I love leaving handy hints. Um, can I just, and I'm not, I'm not getting commission, um, I was having a lot of trouble um, at home and a lot of the team were with internet and uh, Telstra network, for example, dropping out or not being able to get through on calls and technology. I went to the Telstra shop and bought this little Netgear mobile modem um, with a SIM card. It'll be tax deductible and everyone should be finding out about those things that they, they've been buying for themselves during this time. Um, I'm going to get the box if it's okay. Of course. Okay. It's a Nighthawk M2, absolutely fantastic. And if anyone's got any um, problems with their team being productive, I'd be going and buying a few of these little suckers because I reckon they're going to run out, but absolutely brilliant. Great. Good advice. Thanks, Bobby. Good That's advice. Cool. So you oh, moved the, the panic buying from the toilet paper to um, Nighthawks. Good job. <laughs> Other thing on that changing business, I think the other, other element is, and Kylie just touched on it, the remote working environment. This is putting us, and it falls into the technology bucket as well, that we will change a significant shift, in my view, as a result of this into a lot more flexible working environments. Um, yeah. And a lot of people are already going that way. I know that the guys down at Tupin Tupin South Australia have, have gone that way in a big way. Um, and I think it's starting to filter through into lots of different businesses in terms of where are you working? What is the need to work in different spaces? And, and we're, we're finding that in, in our all our whole property management team is working um, remote um, and business is being carried out in all the normal functions by doing that. Um, our sales teams are, are, are going here, there and everywhere um, in, a, in a very remote sense to make sure they've got separation in, in play. Um, so I think we're just going to come out of it in a very different place um, for, as to how we conduct our business and, and what we see is important. I think also the remote options will be a uh, a bigger player in that space. It'll it'll bring those platforms right into the into the now, and you could have um, you know you can still facilitate live auctions, but you'll have a lot more people uh, bidding in different formats as a, just as a normality uh, rather than something something new. Yeah, and I think absolutely. Too, um, 
those handy hints are great, John. The um, sharing of calendars too, just like something little. Um, if you don't have that with your team and you have got property management team members out doing ingoings and outgoings and, and you notice if someone's not back at the office at the end of the day, and I know there's other mobile apps and things that people are using for security, but I now make sure I have got shared calendar and visibility over everybody in the company just so we can keep an eye or at least we know where someone was last, etc. So remembering that that security in, during all this time when everyone's remote is important as well. Mm, absolutely, yeah, it's a really good point. So Carly, we do have a question from a number of people to asking, would you be prepared to share your email template about the tenant hardship? Um, look, absolutely no problems whatsoever. Okay, so we can take that on board and put it up on our um, web page later on um, during the week then. Thank you for that. So it is our intention um, at REI to have one of these um, every Friday at 10.30 um, so that everybody knows when to tune in. So if there's anybody in particular that you want to hear from and understand what they're doing in their businesses, obviously, as we've said, it's a very fluid situation and things are changing, um, not even day by day, they're changing minute by minute. So um, please just let us know if there's somebody in particular you'd like to um, like us to talk to. Is there anything that we haven't covered, John and Kylie, that you'd like to um, that you'd like to talk about? Um, there's been a lot of talk, and Kylie, I've had conversations, and and it's been probably a big part of the of the principals level conversations out there in terms of you know continued employment or, or um, um, yeah. you know employment continuity, we call it. Uh, and I think that's something that a lot of people are enacting already in terms of of, of reducing working hours. Um, there's also another consideration that, you know, there may be whole departments that kind of in effect work. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's really important that everyone looks at what work, uh, fair work rules are in place in, re in relation to redundancies, in relation to um, where fair work fits into the scheme of things. You know, this is something, you know, as, as all our business owners are, we all want to keep people employed. We want to keep people going and there's work that still needs to be done. You do the property management, for example, um, you know, that, that's, that's work that just has to keep going. Um, so it's very important to make sure you don't make decisions now that you're going to regret later because the laws in that space haven't been changed, right? And if you, if you, could face a whole raft of unfair dismissal issues down the line if you don't go about it the right way. So Reef yeah. is going to be a very important player in this space. Um, they're putting out great information already. Um, don't make rash decisions. It's really important. The income hasn't stopped right, right now. It would that be fair to say. It, settlements are still happening. Income's still coming in. Um, yeah. Make sure that you make rational decisions that come into play when they're appropriate. Um, and that you've actually fully thought them out, you've sought legal advice, uh, because the last thing you want to do is make a rash decision today that's going to come and bite you big time later. Yeah, and the reality is that we are going to come out of this, and we're going to come out of it, particularly the property managers are going to be absolutely flat out um, leasing vacant properties and all of that sort of thing uh, when we come out of this. Salespeople are going to be scrambling to get listings and, and to make sales as fast as they can. So if you've got good people on your team, just think about the strategies um, that you can employ to actually keep them on the team um, and just be open, talk to your, talk to your people and, and definitely engage with Reef if, um, if you're a member and if you're not, why not? Um, and um, yeah, we will all get out onto the other side of this, we will. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. we will.
Sorry, I'll just interrupt for a second. Sure. Um, I've just had one of our listeners say that NCAT has launched a new coronavirus information webpage that should answer all of those termination questions that have come through. Oh, that's great. Thank you. We've been waiting for that. That's awesome. And I think just the, um, we almost as an industry need to make this an are you okay period, um, reaching out to people in the, the yeah. industry and collaborating. I mean, I know everyone on this conference call is always happy to share and and collaborate. I think we should be doing more and more of it. We're all producing pretty well the same templates and documents and, and we should be sharing whether or not there's something the REI can do to help facilitate if we've got things to upload and, and help share to take yeah. a bit of the pressure off um, sure. officers, I think would. I'm um, sure we you can. Mentioned yeah, great. So Leanne, you mentioned earlier about Tenja Jones has, has launched a, you know, give me a call and I'm here if you need to talk to someone. There's another fellow yes. by the name of um, Darren Cole that's done the same thing. Um, yeah. I think we need to let members know about that as well because it's, it's a very tough time out there and I'm very concerned about the health and well-being of the industry. Yes, absolutely. That's a really important point. So um, I, um, I've spoken to a lot of the coaches in the last week. Obviously, they've lost all pretty much um, a, a fair percentage of their income as well, but they are all um, very, very happy to help and to, to talk people through issues. So, uh, yeah, it really is a matter of reaching out. There's somebody there um, that can help you. Just reach out. Absolutely. And look, it's it's going on a lot um, and it's, it's good to see because it's it's quite often just a simple reassurance that, um, you know, heading in the right direction was trying to singularly focus down. There's, there's a great thing Michael Sheargold just told us this morning, you know, you, so many people are focusing on what they can't do as opposed to what they can do. And I think that's the, the most important thing to shift from that area is that there's been so much of what we can't do this, we can't do this, we can't do this. Okay, what, totally. can, we, what, what can we do right now to actually plan for the future what can we do right now to actually get the best outcomes for our clients right now what can we do what can we do and that enables yeah. you to shift the focus uh, back onto that onto that space and i think just sometimes saying those little things even those little hints as you call them handy hints Kylie, they're just little things that help just little things that help it's, it's recalibrating it's reshifting it's that mindset shift that's needed to just go oh okay thank you i just needed that clarity move on because it yeah. is it's not like I can give you a plan for the next month. We don't know what the next month looks like. All I can do is give you a plan for today, right? And then not tomorrow. even for today, John. You can give you can give us a plan until the um, the government um, makes its next announcement, and then that plan's ripped up, and we have to start again. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We have to be okay in this in this really fast moving, changing environment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm yeah, Kylie. I just a um, bit of it, like again, another handy hint. Um, we've focused the last three days on um, tapping into private landlords and Airbnb um, and have signed um, across all the offices in excess yeah. of 40 new business. Um, people want an agent, they want the advice, they don't know, they want to move from the Airbnb model to permanent tenancies um, yeah. and then the private landlords. So if you've got salespeople that are, are, haven't got much to do at the moment, um, yeah. then they could help with that. But the BDM should be absolutely flat out in my opinion. Yes, I, um, I've had a few of my uh, business owners saying to me um, in the last day or so I can't, that they couldn't believe how many um, new properties they've signed up um, as um, management. So, yeah, that's really great advice. Yeah, the former B&Bs we call them. Yes, exactly. 
Well, I am mindful um, of how much everybody has got on their plate um, today. So if there aren't any other questions and if there's no other tips or comments that um, our panellists want to make, um, last call, people. No, all good. No, okay, all good. good. All right, thank you so Bye. much, both of you.